Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sara Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host Sara Davison shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sara Davison. the show and today my guest is Craig Shoemaker. Craig has had a career in show business spanning over three decades as a stand-up comedian, actor, author, writer and producer. He was named funniest male stand-up comic at the American Comedy Awards on ABC and has garnered two Emmy Awards. Craig's passion reaches beyond stand-up comedy. He founded laughterheals.org a non-profit group dedicated to using laughter as a healing modality. So I am super excited to welcome Craig Shoemaker to the show. Welcome, Craig. Well, thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Craig. Please do tell us a little bit about all your awards, who you are and what you do for my listeners. Oh, geez, I was hoping you would do that. I could humbly say, oh, anyway, yeah, I've been at this a long time, a stand-up comedian. But what a lot of people don't understand with stand-ups is we're empaths. So being an empath has really helped me, helped launch me in a whole other direction. Uh, You know, I see people as clients and I help them through managing through pain. And and I have the Laughter Heals organization, which is a nonprofit. I formed it uh, back in 2003, uh, because my best friend was diagnosed with brain cancer, and they gave him three months to live. And I started this program at a cancer facility, this uh, Live to Laugh program that I developed and all about the healing powers of laughter and how it's a great medicine. And he showed up for all of it and all the prescriptions that I offered and all of our therapy that we did. And he lived 15 years past that prognosis of three months. And uh, that was that's a real inspiration for me. His name is Michael Goldberg. He wrote Little Giants and he wrote the Cool Runnings and Real Comedy Guy. And he also has always believed in uh, this, the essence and the, the vibration it is caused when you laugh. It's such a healing vibration and it can heal anything, including emotional wounds. It's so good for it. So this is what I've been teaching. I'm still performing uh, stand up a lot. Uh, we certainly need it now through COVID. So <laughs> I have to tell you, though, I have been exposed ever since uh, quarantine and I'm homeschooling my kids, I've been exposed as an idiot. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think we've all had a bit of a dose of that, to be honest. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's very, it's been very grounding, I think. But um, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, in the intro, I did talk about being named the funniest male stand-up comic and, you know, the, the Emmys. I mean, oh my goodness, you've achieved so much. And I think people may look at you and read about you and think, well, you know what? He's having a good life. He's really happy. And a lot of my listeners, I only would want to be happy. You know, my podcast is called Heartbreak to Happiness. But at the moment, they're probably in the throes of real despair, overwhelm. So, you know, how can you start to feel happy and use laughter, even when it's the very last thing that you feel like doing maybe right now? Well, the first thing I take people through is the acronym for laughter. And it's uh, L is for love, A is for acceptance, U is for understanding, G is for gratitude, H is for humility, really important for humor. T is for truth, the most important thing in humor. And E is for ego, got to get rid of that. And R is for 
rejoice, as we can rejoice once we're laughing. It used to be rejuvenate, but I had so many female clients, they said it sounds like vaginal rejuvenation. So I cut that out. So, so <laughs> I grew up with all females, by the way. So I, I am all about listening to females. I had to. I had no other. My dad left when I was born. Something I said, wow, he was gone. But all females, so I totally get it. And by the way, you're, you know, talk about heartbreak and how you can survive, not only survive, but thrive. You know, I did find this pathway of laughter, but anyone can do it. It's a mindset. I, I set my mind to, otherwise I, I actually did try to commit suicide a few times when I was younger. I was kidnapped by a serial pedophile and, and uh, you know, my dad left and he became a cult leader and I was abandoned and I had a, you know, poor and all that. And I put myself through college and, you know, just kept on going and you couldn't knock me down or keep me down. And, you know, I've had a lot of transformations that have happened since then. And including last week, I had a beautiful one, you know what I mean? In my own marriage. I mean, it's, it's a choice. We make a choice. And I have that choice of being resilient and nothing will ever stop me. And it's been an amazing journey that way. And actually my book is about that. It's called A Digital Journey to Love and Happiness. It's called Love Mastered. It's like mastering love. So that's the first thing you have to master in this laughter acronym is love. What do you love? You know, really affirm what you love. That's what a lot of people talk about what we don't love. When I coach, you know, women and I fixed up nine marriages, by the way, and that's on my record has nine marriages. Now, I'm not saying they stayed together. I think maybe one or two might still be together, but I can fix it up, but I can't really, you know, keep it going. But um I hear a lot about like in the complaining victiming mode, which we can't be and thrive and survive and be happy, is if you remain in that and look for people to collude with you, you'll find them, you'll find them, but it's not going to get you anywhere. So I say, what do you love? Not what you don't love. I remember this one woman I was talking to and she says, he's passive aggressive. He leaves his socks. And I tell him, I said, so when you were meeting someone, was leaving socks around even on the list that he can't do that? Was it even on your top 100? No, it became on the list. You put it on the list because it then becomes annoying and it gives you a reason for not to be intimate or not to be working on something. So, so what do you love? Acceptance. What are you not accepting? That's a real key to life period. It's like when you're not in acceptance, you're in conflict with yourself. But if you can get into acceptance, it really helps. And then have a better understanding to you, understand where things are to have a better understanding intellectually, spiritually, emotionally, have a better understanding, clears the pathway to the next is gratitude, is be grateful to what you have and what's in front of you. Be grateful for the opportunities to get through obstacles. Be grateful to the obstacles. Jeez, I've had so many, I can't even tell you. Uh, you know, I'm a million dollars in on my just my court battles with my ex-wife. I mean, I'm currently married, but I also have an ex-wife. And all my shows, by the way, uh, this year in comedy are benefit shows. And all proceeds go to my ex-wife. I just thought I'd let you know that. <laughs> go to my show. Your cover goes to Botox and Pilates class. <laughs> so, uh, so that's important. And H is for humility. Uh, it's being humble. And you're one of us. You're one of the one that we all are when you're humble. You know, you're not trying to be something else. This phony image. Be humble. And then tell the truth. People connect with the truth. That's where true love is found, too, is in that truth, you can really have a divine connection, not an intellectual connection, a divine connection with someone, the love of your life, and work through anything once you get to that truth. And E is for ego. I had an intervention on my ego, and I swear it was really painful to hear, you know, that, hey, it's about, you know, I'm like, I wanted to fight him back. I had all my methods of fighting him. 
But I'm so glad he had the courage to have that intervention with me because I, I filed for divorce from my ego that day. And by the way, once to stay married. <laughs> hey, remember <laughs> that time in the back of the car? We were having some hot pads. No, no, go away, ego. I don't want you anymore. You know? and, then, and then the R is for rejoice. It's, it's like time to rejoice in life. We need it now more than ever. We need to embrace the happiness and the joy of life and feed yourself that is becomes your diet and then rejoice and uh that's that's the acronym for laughter that i teach i love that and i think all those different areas are so important to master as you're going through it i guess when you get up in the morning do you have a routine that cheers you up that gets you on the right track is there anything that you can share with our listeners well yeah i'd say the first thing is to embrace that the t the truth is like what's the truth today you know, not what, I, by the way, one of the methods is get off the news. Don't watch the news. No bueno. Got to clean out from that. That is toxic. And when I do that, which is another thing my friend with the brain cancer did, he took that and he started loading up with comedy shows, started loading up with comedy movies and television shows. This is another thing I really implore people to do is just look for the humor, look for the humor. And then when I tell the truth, there's usually some humility in there. And I have fun with my, like I said, my wife and I, we went upper level with our marriage and it looked like it was over actually uh, for a little while. She hit menopause, which I think means put men on pause. Um, so <laughs> I, I, love that. I think that's where it comes from. She put me on pause, but now she pressed the play and we're on fast forward. It's unbelievable. But I mean, it's absolutely incredible to, Thank goodness that we stayed the course, you know what I mean? So now we can really have this bliss and experience it together. And that's what I really encourage everybody, encourages, have the courage. Have the courage to get in there and feel the tough stuff. You know, go through that tough stuff. We all have it. Don't run from it. Embrace it and it will lead somewhere. Just a couple of things. like So, so obviously you've had, uh, I mean, you touched on some things there and, and gone over them pretty quick, like being abducted as a child by a pedophile. I mean, gosh, I mean, that, I guess, is, a, is an episode all in itself. And then, you know, going through a divorce. And I know a lot of the men listening will be agreeing. Absolutely. I think it's really important that everybody takes responsibility for their own lives and who they are. And a lot of the work I do in my coaching clinic with my clients is about shifting focus away from your ex onto yourself. So whatever yeah. the reasons or the reality or the truths in the situation, you know, fighting it all the time is just feeding it and actually taking a step back, cutting off from it and saying, you know what, I'm going to focus on creating a future I'm excited to live with happiness, with laughter is a, is a much more positive way and keeps you moving. I guess I just know some of my listeners are going to be saying, yeah, I love that. But Craig's obviously a very funny guy. I'm not funny. How do I get what he's got if I'm not very funny? Well, that would be, uh, I teach this. I mean, it, that's a course. I mean, it really is a reprogramming. Listen, we're programmed from, we start off laughing. I tell my classes, I say, you know what? Kids laugh 200 times a day. Adults laugh 20. I said, let's catch the kids today. <laughs> let's put oh, that I on a that. You know, like is a fifth. Yeah, count your laughs. And it's so good for you. It even... A lot of people want to lose weight. It helps you lose weight. It oxygenates your body. Your lungs are engaged. Your circulatory system, every, your immune system is being built. All of these things are happening from laughter. But what we're taught from birth is don't laugh. We come out laughing. We're not even speaking. Our first words are, ha, 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 
right? It's a release. And, and that's what we're doing, right? It's, it's these releases, whether it's crying or laughing, we're releasing. And then they start getting, my new book is called Get Out of Line and Into Alignment. Because we're in line. We're in line all the time. The Pledge of Allegiance, uh, get in line, we'll give you a good report card. A salute. Everything that we do is for to be commanded and demanded by people that do not want our happiness. There is no pursuit of happiness in this country. Show me where that is. No, it's all about misery. Misery loves company. I'm not about that. I made a decision, a clear decision in my life. I'm taking over my own life and you're not gonna tell me to get in these lines and that'll leave. I know that it doesn't. I've been in the lines and I know I've never been happy in that line. I don't like lines anyway, by the way. I buy a fast pass any place I go. <laughs> Either that or I'm coming alive. I don't like it. And we are programmed and conditioned. So what I do is I take people and recondition some of these thoughts and fears and worries and doubts that prevent us from this bliss. That's what happens is we're prevented from it. Listen, were you told as a child, I know you didn't grow up in the United States. I know you didn't grow up in Philadelphia from your accent. So we ever told what are you laughing at or wipe that smile off your face for these yes, many times part of your programming, right? Let's unpack that one and go wipe the smile off your face. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> it's like, is that the silliest thing? And yet it's just passed on generation to generation. And now I can hear that it even is in your country. I mean, it's so that what a thing to pass on when you think it should be Put a smile on your face. That's a beautiful smile. And I want to reflect that back to you. Wouldn't that be a wonderful way to teach our kids? So I'm trying to be a kid again. You know, obviously I have responsibilities. I'm going to show up at work and all that stuff that comes with it and be a parent. But most important, and my kids really benefit from this. They're really funny. And it's we're all naturally funny. I didn't, you think I was trained in this? <laughs> like I went to school? No, of course not. I was, and then it becomes ingrained. It's who we truly are anyway, which is what, don't we all want to be authentic and real? Are you struggling to cope with your breakup or divorce? Are you feeling devastated, heartbroken, sad and anxious? If so, please know that you are not alone and there is help available. Sarah Davison, best known as the Divorce Coach, and her team of accredited coaches are here to offer you the support and guidance you need to navigate all areas of your breakup, take back your control, and start feeling happy again. Sarah will show you how to dial down those controlling negative emotions, unhook from your ex, get back in the driving seat of your life, and design a future you are excited to live. Sarah has a range of solutions to support any breakup, including free guides, one-to-one -one coaching, her Heartbreak to Happiness virtual retreats, live retreats, and you can even train to be a breakup and divorce coach with Sarah too. Visit www.saradavison.com today and start to feel happy again. Don't we all want to be authentic and real? Authentically and in a real way, we are all funny and we all enjoy laughter. Everybody does. There's nobody that doesn't. I think that's a really good point. I think sometimes a lot of my clients will be coming out of toxic relationships. They're lost the ability to voice how they really feel. Maybe they've been shut down. They're not allowed to voice opinions sometimes. Or maybe they're just losing their confidence over years of, of being an unhealthy relationship or just devastated that it's ended. So I think rediscovering that is really important and allowing your light to shine and finding the things that make you laugh again. 
is key. Is that something you teach? Tell us about your courses and, and, and tell us all about your books as well. That's funny you should say that. I love that you use the term our, our lights. It's our light. It's our levity that wishes to shine, but it's obviously tamped down by society and parents and things like that. So all it is is being your authentic self. So I try to unpack that and unpeel it and all the layers that have been formed to these protective layers that are doing nothing to protect you. Because if you're avoiding your true self, you're just looking for more pain. By the way, have you ever had people that you tell them the truth and you say, you need to look at yourself and that's the last time you see them, <laughs> they move on to someone else? Have you had that happen? I have clients that go, oh, I, where they go? Oh, I must have told them something that said you got to examine yourself. <laughs> <They're not laughs> a lot of people just want to hear you're right. Oh, let's get in a little, you know, let's get in a pity party together. No, it's not the party. That's not a good party. You don't want to be invited to that. So, but anyway, I have a, a course called Enlightened Up and a podcast called Enlightened Up. And it's really about, let's offer some levity out there to this darkness. You know, we're here to contrast the darkness through enlightenment. Can I curse on here, by the way? Yeah, go for it. Oh, well, my slogan at the end of every episode, hey, folks, you all need to enlighten the fuck up, will you? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I think a lot of people, so you've got that course. That sounds good. How do people get involved with that? Uh, you know, go to enlightenedup.com or craigshoemaker.com. It's Craig Shoemaker, by the way, not Schumacher. People call me Schumacher. It drives me nuts. So it's, yeah, Shoemaker, like you make shoes, craigshoemaker.com. And you can go there. I have individual courses. I've got this great client I'm working with. Her. I can't wait. to. I'm actually flying in for his debut. He's doing a, a speech and I cannot wait. He is really getting it. He's dialed in and really passionate about it, takes notes, and we're already into the funny, funny stuff. And he's good. people are going to recognize him because he's really successful, but he wanted to add this to his life and add this to his speeches and all of his relationships. I have a, a course called Command the Room. You can command the room through humor because you're bringing them to your level. Everybody's all one instead of you being here, them being, you know, whatever it is, we're all balanced. And then the book is called Love Mastered, A Digital Journey to Love and Happiness. What happened is I had this character in my act called the Love Master. And it was all, it's this character, my comedy act. He's not real, but he's this Lothario pig guy, you know, confident guy. And it's all because of high school. All the girls would use the F word with me, friend. I was always the friend. I was a real little tiny guy. And you, you know how girls, when you're a kid, they all pee together, a posse pee. They actually took me with them. That's, that's how bad it was. That's what a geek I was. I was invited to the posse pee. So, uh, so... <laughs> The book is called Love Mastered, which is the opposite because I really have found this divine love inside of myself that I always wish to share with someone. And we all want to be connected in that way, in that divine way. So a woman reached out to me on Facebook, private message, and she says, I'll never forget it. She says just these words. And I don't even know her really. You know, I knew her lightly. I know a lot of fans. I'm friends. She goes, thought you want to know Matt and I are divorcing after 30 years of marriage. And something compelled me, the empath, you know, the psychic in me reach out to her. So I reached out to her and she said, wow, wasn't re a lot of people think I'm a comic, you know, jokes all the time. And she was really, really taken aback or she was like hit by something, some source that told her, wow, let's go on this journey. And then we had a journey back and forth on Facebook, private messages for a year. And our exchange is the book. It's our exchange over the year. And where I help her, I become like a muse for her. She comes out she admits things that she was like in the closet about her husband's abuse. 
She was in the closet about being honest about, you know, she was image conscious and all that kind of stuff. It's a beautiful unfolding that takes place. And I share my stuff of the things that were difficult for me and lost a baby and da, 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 all these things. And so the whole, the whole journey is there. I shouldn't spoil the ending, but no one's going to buy the book but anyway. But what happens in the end is something psychically came over me. I said, you are going to meet midway. I said, you're going to meet a spiritual man. You're going to, it's not going to be about the, the outsides anymore for you. Cause that's what she went for. And all the slick, hip, slick, cool, you know, that's what, you know, people go for what we're taught to go for and programmed instead of your heart and your soul and your spirit that needs to be divinely connected. She goes, Oh no. You know? And I said, then I said to her a year later, I go, I got a guy. And she lives 3000 miles away. And I fixed her up with a guy that I've known since kindergarten. I shared a cotton milk with this guy. He was also in an abusive relationship for many years. And he got divorced. They were both fresh out of divorces, should not have been together. And now they're happily ever after for five years now. It's, it's an amazing, amazing end to the journey of the story. And to see them together, which I just did a few weeks ago, it's glorious to watch them hold hands and have this beautiful connection that they both thought they never could. They both accepted less. I think that's a beautiful story. And I think a lot of people don't have that hope or even faith that they're going to get that, do they? So that's why it's so overwhelming because you've lost that one person. And we tend to think that that's the only person for us. A lot of my clients be saying, yeah, but I'm never going to find anyone that loves me like that. And they do. You do go on, right? You do get through that and come out the other side. But it's hard in the moment, isn't it? It's it's super hard. Yeah, that's our mind deciding our fate. You know, that's our mind deciding what the creator has in store for us. That's our mind. And that's our mind's always going to mess with us. And we're not going to live to our greatest potency, our potential, if you just stay in the mind, because the mind is filled with fear. And fear always prevents us from being our authentic, true self and experiencing great love. So if you get out of that, which again, laughter does help that, and laughter, levity, joy, all those things, you can literally laugh and not be depressed in that moment. You can't be depressed in the moment you're laughing. Watch this, you already do it with me. <laughs> I'm depressed. <laughs> Say I'm depressed. <laughs> I'm depressed, I'm you depressed. Can't be, you can't be depressed while you're laughing. It's the energetic space that you're creating and that's what you can create on a much more daily basis if you choose to. But it's literally a conditioning that needs to take place. You don't instantly go to the gym Trust me on that. After COVID, 20 pounds up. Um, You don't instantly go, ah, voila, I've got a six pack. No, I have a keg party going on over here. (laughs) It's so true, though, but there's so many benefits to laughter because in that pocket of time, you're not feeling depressed, but also it then gives you a boost that lasts, right? Because you don't go back to where you were. You feel a little bit better if you've been laughing. So what are the other benefits? I mean, gosh, the the health benefits for your friend with the brain tumor. I mean, that's off the charts. Amazing that laughter can help with your actual, you know, real serious health issues as well. Oh, absolutely. Well, just take the one thing that for sure does. This is absolutely, and by the way, this is all proven. This isn't malarkey. It's just that there's not a lot of profit and laughter. There's no laughter lobby. So it's kind of like they don't want you to think this. this is why comedians are shut down with cancel culture. We should be embraced and encouraged to keep going because we're the curtain pullers and they are threatened by that. You know, the powers that be that own all this stuff that these medications that lead to nine other side effects that gives you now you have to have another medication to handle the medication. It just goes right down the line. Laughter, there are no bad side effects. And what does it do for sure? It relieves stress. What is stress? Stress is 
big time compromiser of your immune system and your whole, all of your system is compromised by stress. So if you live in stress, you have a much better chance of being sick. That's what disease and illness, that's what it looks for. You know, it literally like plants itself. It's like fertile soil once you're stressed out and you don't have any defenses up. I haven't missed a day of work in 20 years. I mean, not one day of work in 20 years. And uh, that's just a fact, actually over 20 years. And it has to do with the mindset is I'm going to continue to work on my joy and work on my happiness. I'm going to pursue happiness like they say we should and truly do this. And then it has much less of a chance of, of getting in. And, you know, listen, I have really rough days. You know, like the, the pedophile that, you know, kidnapped me. I have got to be in a state of forgiveness. It's not telling them that you're doing an okay thing. I'm okay with what you're doing. But it is, has to, I have to release myself or I will be sick. I'll be sick in the head. You know, even if it's not manifesting itself in physical illness, you're sick in the head when you carry around this resentment and this misery. When you carry that around, it's toxic for your body. So laughter is truly a release. It breaks out all the, I mean, there are so many things, the cortisol, the heart rate, your pulse, your circulatory, your skin, everything is revived when you laugh. All of it, feel, you, I have people in my classes, they always rate their stress level one to 10 when we start the class. I've never had anyone, it's always you know, nine or eight, especially what's going on in society, they never leave in an hour's time, hour and a half, whatever it is, with, uh, it's always down to a three at least. It's amazing to watch the transformation take place. I do think that the stat of that kids laugh 200 times a day and us adults only laugh 20. I mean, that really brings it home to how it's sort of trained and conditioned out of us, as you said. I think, do you think it's also got a lot to do with the people you hang around with? Because sometimes, I mean, I call them energy vampires. You know, you walk in a room yeah. and you just feel them sucking your energy. Is, is that something that we have to bear in mind? Yes, I want to suck your happiness. <laughs> I'll take it away from you. <laughs> That's the truth. Uh, yeah, who we surround ourselves. Like last night we went on a, we had a date night, but we brought our kids and with this couple that we just like, we just like this couple. We had one date with them and now we had a second one. It was great. And they brought someone with them who was also of that, of that similar energy. Now, all of us are completely different types of people. We technically shouldn't be together. We're no group. We're no, you know, organization. Because, but we are just people that we got it when we met, you know, you get it sometimes, but only if you're open to it, only if you're open to letting go of some of the strainers, you know, I mean, there's those people, you know, and it, when you let go, it's, it's a spiritual letting go. You don't have to, you know, sign some agreement. I'm letting you go. I'll never speak to you again. It's a psychological thing that you tell yourself that I am going to let go of that energy. And I have found that even those people, some of those people come back in a different way because now they see you in a different way and you're magnetically attracting back something that they desire to anyway. They just don't know how to get there. You can be the leader of your, the energy. I think, you know, what you put out, you do attract, but it's also yeah. being having the strength to say, no, I don't want to be around you. If, you're, if that's somebody that's draining you and you can physically feel that, I think is, is key. I mean, this is fascinating. I mean, it's especially your friend there that lived an extra 15 years from that. It just shows the power 
of this and like you said no one's there there's no laughter lobby which is interesting because you know the drugs like you said with the the leaflets you get which are like pages and pages of side effects even death I think I've seen on quite a few of them (laughs) and people take them and I think you know I mean obviously there might be a time and a place for those things but actually you know going back to the basics looking after yourself you know eating healthy laughing um yeah I mean I'm, I'm with you all the way so for people listening going, yeah, this is fab. How do we find out more? Where can people find you, find your courses? You, you mentioned a website. Give us that again. And are you on social media? Yeah, social media, Instagram. I'm officialcraigshoemaker.com. I'm the love master on Twitter and Facebook, which is more of my, let's say, age. <laughs> so uh, I like Facebook because you tell stories. I write blogs and things like that. So I have a Facebook page craig shoemaker facebook page official craig i don't know what it is I, I, i've been there but i don't know what it is i i should be better at this stuff and i also should add the word fab to my uh promotion i like that word but probably only coming out of you um yeah it's all fab i've actually had other situations where people have approached me after a comedy i do a very long comedy show 90 minutes really really get down to hurting them through laughter i love it they come up my cheeks hurt my my stomach hurts my ribs hurt i love it i've heard everybody part hurts after these shows and it's wonderful to me but other people have come up with a different um, critique they'll say thanks to you i have a child that they have sex after my show and they took i've had people said they were infertile but they had a child you know one sent me a photo from the parking lot of the brea improv the, the child was conceived there. They couldn't even wait till they got home because I do this character, the love master. Every guy, they just loosen up. And what it does is it's like a fertility clinic here. It loosens everything up. You're not trying to have a baby. You're not trying so hard. Oh, my God, I have to face Mecca. Uh, you know, whatever it is, you know, read these books. You don't have books that say the real deal is laugh, laugh, and everything is loosened up. And you are really literally channeling your creator, your higher source, your God, whatever it is. You are now in bliss. You are now in that place of presence and not in all this anxiety and these fears and doubts and worries. You are in the presence, in the glory. That's the spot to be. Then great things can happen, like if you want a child, boom. And so Michael Goldberg, the guy who wrote Cool Runnings, the you know, the percent of brain cancer, he got the brain cancer a year and a half after his daughter was born, who was conceived when we were direct. He was directing the movie, The Love Master. And I said, do The Love Master. I'll go get sandwiches. I came back. He was done. And baby Kayla was born nine months later. So he, too, benefited from laughter. And when he died, we didn't have a funeral. We had a funeral. We had made fun of him. <laughs> it was like a roast. It was so funny. Laughter and tears, which are all in the same. And his daughter went up and she said, She's 17. It was so beautiful. She, it was so, there wasn't a dry eye now. So she said, now I really know who my father is because she only knew him as a sick man, you know, from all the brain cancer and all the treatments. She now knew through our reflections of who he truly is, this man of joy and great happiness and love for her and for other people and his connection. And she saw his friends up there who also kept him alive by just being part of his team. But it was a team that was <laughs> we just... We had laughs all along the way, even through his, he had a seizure one time in Philadelphia, like, like standing up at a game and a guy's going down in front and we're trying to whisper, he's having a seizure, he has has cancer, typical Philadelphia, I don't care, I can't see through him, down in front, jackass with the cancer, 
And so we didn't get mad at the guy. We laughed at the guy, you know, it's like, he's a typical Philadelphian, you know, what, what would the good do if we got into a fight with the guy over this cancer and everything else? So we laughed and that, that became a moment of great joy for us is you get to turn things around. I teach that as well is do the turnaround, you know, you can turn everything around into something that is an opportunity, not a detriment to your success in life. Love that. I often say, you know, we control the remote control to our brain. So we control how we choose to react in that moment. And yeah, I call it flipping it, finding the good, turning it into something positive. It's not always easy to do. And in that situation, you know, you've got to dig deep and it's something that comes with practice, I think, trying to, to do that. But I mean, it's so powerful. Such good advice, Craig. I, I love it. So just one last question for you that I ask all my guests. And for you, I'm really interested because there's probably so many things you can answer this question with. But I always ask, because my podcast is called Heartbreak to Happiness, I think it's really important to know what happiness is for you because, you know, when things are tough, whatever life throws at you, and gosh, you've had your fair share of things uh, in your life so far. Uh, you know, what is happiness for you? What makes you happy? Uh, I have one word that is presence. And I have a three-word mantra that keeps me there. It's create the space. I create the space of presence as much as I possibly can. Of course, there's a million different things that take me away from it. But create the space. That's what healed my marriage. I created this space. I didn't tell her, which I tried, by the way. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to stop looking at me as your father. How do you think that went over? You know, me telling her. So here I'm actually being her father saying, don't look at me as your father. And you know, all this kind of trying to direct her here, direct her there. Never worked. What happened was, you know, we went away on vacation recently and she just saw me for who I truly am, which is what brought us together anyway. So if you see someone for who they truly are, and who, who, we truly, who I truly am, look, I'm guilty of a million different things, but who I truly am is always the best intent, filled with love and purpose. That's who I truly am. So if we can see one another for who we truly are, that is a real core to a great relationship. And it'll get you, I mean, you really, it stops you from the fighting because you go, they wouldn't have an intention to hurt me because who they truly are is someone that just, they want to be heard or whatever it is. So we have this great empathy that takes place. And once you get to that, so she started to look at me in a different way and I just can't believe it. She's actually all over me now. I, I, I'm like afraid to go in the room. And she, and she's. Just... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, good for your wife. She sounds her. like an. She sounds like an awesome human being and fabulous I tell her now, look, just focus on this. Don't look here. Don't look down here. Okay, just like this this video right now. You can't see what's going on down here with the dad bod. I said, just look here. And then she's fine, but apparently she's doing that. And, but no, she let me know that one of the reasons is she just watched me with the kids. And she watched this guy that is just having a great time and looking at my children. I might not even be saying, I might just looking at them. And she sees the great love that I have for them. And I'm doing water parks and buggy rides in Amish country and just in for every roller coaster and everything that I can do with them to celebrate life. And that's what they're taught, you know, all during COVID I'm so happy with the way we parented them is we made sure that they kept having these connections as much as they could see their friends. And I have my old friends from kindergarten, my old friend from kindergarten is my accountant. You know, my best friend is from 10 years old, just 3000 miles away because it's so important to have these, these divinely inspired connections, keep that connection. 
And I think that's why my wife is in love with me again. You know, she just, she took the time to observe it once I shut my mouth and stopped telling her how she should get better instantly, you know, and, and dealing with menopause for a man is not easy, you know, because we take it personal and it's, well, it's not, not easy for, for us women either though. So it's well, I, I, I get that, but let us know that. Let us know. Hey, this is not easy. Okay. Cause we feel blamed. We feel blamed. Like, and we take it personal, the guys and, and that's another thing that I teach is we need to stay in conversation and be, and be safe about, about sharing things that maybe we're afraid to share. It's to break through the fears. And because it's all it is, is truth. There's no offense to truth. So, you know, you don't have to be mean about it. Talk about your own feelings is not mean because you're embracing your own feelings, your own self, and you're being truthful to this. To thine own self be true. It's so true. <laughs> so... That's what I would say a big secret is. I don't even know if that's the question you've asked. <laughs> <laughs> it's great advice. It's great advice. And I love the way we've got to know your amazing wife along the way as well, because you sound like a fabulous partnership that works really well together because you've got that authentic and that trust and the ability to, to say how you both feel in, in that you know safe communication. So that's awesome too. What's her name, by the way? Let's give her a shout out as well. Her name, her name is Mika Shoemaker and I'm going to say something now. You should have her on the show and see what her perspective, and I'm going to watch it and see if any of this is see if any of my feelings are confirmed but uh she's actually a coach as well so in a whole other way she teaches breath work and tapping and she's a it's a but that's her jam you know i mean i got my jam she's not into my thing by the way she's not into my laughter i do guided laughitations instead of meditation i take people through these guided laughs. they're really remarkable to watch she won't do one because i'm her dad no just kidding <laughs> I'd love to have her on she sounds awesome just like you are and I I just think you guys must make such a great pair like just feel the energy coming off you and you light up when you talk about her which is always a good sign in a relationship so thank you so much for being an awesome guest so much good advice I know you will have helped lots of my listeners Uh, I really want them to go and check out your information because I mean all of it sounds great and I, I think Laughter really is the best medicine to help people get through these tough times. So thank yes. you, Craig. Oh, you're, you're welcome. Maybe I'll see you as a client. You could be one of my uh, laughter clients. I'm going to turn you into a stand-up comedian. I think you. Can, <laughs> I, I think you have the chops. Oh, I'd love to do that. That sounds fun. It's funny because when I was uh, starting out as a coach, one of my mentors was Paul McKenna. If you've heard of him, he's a hypnotist and he's written lots of books like. Uh, you know, how I can make you sleep, I can make you confident, I can make you thin. He's got a whole series. He lives in that uh, where well, he did live in California for a while, even though he's one of us Brits. And he's on stage and he's hilarious. Like it's just, you know, really funny humor as he's teaching. And I was thinking, I want to be just like him. I want to do what he does. But I just felt I wasn't funny. So yeah, I'd love to learn how to be funny. And then I'll meet up with Paul and say, hey, now look, I've got some gags. I've got some <laughs> He's going to say, what got into her? <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully we do busy laughing. So yes, I'll take you up on that. I'd love to be a client on your laughter programs. Uh, thank you ever so much for joining us. You're welcome. And I look forward to watching you have Mika on the next time so <laughs> absolutely. absolutely well that's it for today's episode be sure to check out craig's podcast enlighten up and also his book love mastered and i look forward to you joining me on our next episode that's it for today's episode of heartbreak to happiness 
Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to one of Sara's virtual retreats. The retreats are a transformative combination of live webinars with Sara herself, coupled with empowering online video programs designed to help you cope better with your breakup and start feeling happy again. For more details, head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com, where you can also get a copy of Sara's free gift. Thank you and join us again on the next episode for another dose of Heartbreak to Happiness. Thank you.